This is not your father's show. Hard-hitting questions. Calling it as he sees it. Throwing flawless curveballs into the left's agenda. Breaking down the business deals to political incorrectness. He's standing under the spout where the glory flows out. So fasten your seatbelts and ensure that your tray tables are in the upright and locked positions. This is Straight Talk with Hunter Gaylor. Welcome to the Straight Talk with Hunter Gaylor. In the final mini-series, God and Government, we're going to be talking about what it means to be indivisible. Now, so far in the God and Government, we've been talking a lot about different terms. Ambassador, living under the influence of God. But so far, we've reapplied some terms from American government on who we are as the church. Indivisible is a word that we use to describe our nation. What I think we see is anything but that. We can easily get worked up by it all. What if all the passion and indignation and energy turned on the real problem facing us? The way bigger issue that the church is divided than it is for any particular nation or other group of people to be divided. Why? Well, because God created the church to be one. And you see... Because God created the church to be one, we know that there are powers and spiritual forces out there that are trying to divide us. When Jesus went to the cross and he prayed that the Holy Spirit, what did he pray for? He prayed that the Holy Spirit would empower us to be one. But guess who has the interest in the church being at each other's throats? Our enemies, and that's a singular enemy, not plural. The church down the road is not our enemy. The denominations doing things aren't our enemies. The Catholic Church isn't our enemy. The Pope isn't our enemy, right? Our neighbors aren't our enemies. You know, our business colleagues aren't our enemies. Our bosses aren't our enemies. You know who our enemy is? It's very simple, okay? We have one enemy, and his mission is the same as it's always been. It's to he he he's, he's to steal, kill, and destroy, and he sneaks around to do it, right? He's to steal our unity. He's to kill the power of our local gatherings. He's to destroy our credibility and influence with the world that we are called to reach. What did we say in this series? We are to be the light of the world. So with the different kinds of churches around the world and even in our own communities, how do we become unified? We have to start focusing on what we are here for and stop focusing on what we're against. We're here for the lost finding Christ. And we're here for the broken becoming whole. We're here for the hurting that need to find healing. And let me tell you, and I can tell you this straight talk, you you know and I know that we are all going through pain. We've all experienced hurt. We've all experienced rejection. We've all experienced pain. But we have to be there for one another. 
we have to be there for the lifting up of people rather than the tearing them down. We have to be up for lifting the name of Jesus higher than the name of our local church or our denomination or our ministry or whatever it may be, that we have to admit how desperately we need one another. We simply can't significantly impact the world alone. We can't even reach our own city alone, probably not even our own street, but we need all kinds of people to reach other kinds of people. And you can't just rely on the church assuming that it's a building. We are the church, we make up the church. Unity is not uniformity. Remember that. Unity is not uniformity. We have strength in, diver in our diversity. That's why, that's why God says, he says, some are to be the hands and some are to be the feet and some are to be the eyes, right? The, the simplest way to show the world that we are the, uh, to, to show the world we're, we are one boils down to one word. It's very simple. It's love. Jesus says this is what we should be known for, is for love. It's not our buildings or how many campuses we have as a church or or as a, as a building or as a government or, or, or any of this stuff, right? Uh, even if you're running a business, you should not be known as a business on how you conduct yourselves, right? Based on, oh, I have the nicest building or I have the nicest car or I have this or, or we are expanding campuses. And we're going to be known for how many campuses. Why don't you be known for how you treated your customers, how you treated your employees, how you reached out and cared about people, how you took one extra step. This is the straight talk that nobody wants to talk about. We sit in organizations and we sit in meetings and we go through interviews. And, and at the, at the end of the day, can we say that this person is known for love? I know I fall short of that. I'm sure maybe some of you listening today may fall short of that, but Jesus said, this is what we should be known for, right? Not for our t-shirts or our clothes or anything like that, especially not for the way we vote, right? Now, do we have our own issue here with people that vote to the left? Yeah, probably, right, on, on what their priorities are. But we cannot, we have to be sure not the way we tear people down on social media or write false stories or narr narratives. We have to be known in the world that we are his followers by the way we love one another. And that's why when we look at, 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 you know, love one another, that was the, it was followed by the greatest commands, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. Right. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. That's, these are, these are the, these are the great commandments that, that he's given us. So when you're looking at government and you're seeing all these things that are going on, right. And, and as we close out this mini series, I think what we really need to understand is, is that God is working in us and through us. Right. And even though we're going to disagree with people politically, even though we may be using facts and logic. Right. And other people may be responding emotionally. Right. People are human at the end of the day. And we have to understand that everything that's going on is a battle right now. And there's a battle going on. And so what we have to do is we have to focus every single day to come together as one in love. That's the most important thing. And so the straight talk that we're giving to you right now in this conversation is we have guests that we continue to have on. Uh, and we'll do different mini series where we cover different topics. That'll be a theme throughout that mini series. So make sure you listen in order. Um, the, the whole goal here is to understand that God loves us and God loves you. So at the end of the day, whether it's your business, whether it's your political affiliation or, or whatever you do, your, your, your job is, or your, your family situation, start with love because love conquers all. And we may not see it now, but I guarantee you in the long run, you'll see the benefits of being loving and then let God do the rest. This has been the Straight Talk mini series, God and Government. 
Make sure you like and subscribe and share the podcast with your friends. Stay tuned for more interviews, hard-hitting questions, government insight. We're throwing curveballs every day into the left's agenda. And they want to divide the church, but we will stay united, indivisible, with love, with you.